Welcome to Simply Financial with your financial coach, Kevin Ray. In today's investing environment, there's a lot of clutter. If you're tired of the talking heads and financial noise, this is the show for you. Today, we'll help you find simple solutions to financial challenges. We'll show you how to achieve your financial goals and get answers to your toughest questions. Simply Financial with Kevin Ray starts now. Hello and welcome to another edition of the program. This is Simply Financial with Kevin Ray. Great to have you along with us. I'm Walter Storholt and we've got another great program on the way for you today as we're going to be talking about lots of good stuff. Let's say hello to the man of the hour. He is Kevin Ray, uh, Insight Folios financial coach here in the Tri-City area. Hey Kevin, what's up with you this week? Man of the hour. I feel like I'm in the Dean Martin roast. You know how they used to do the, the, the man of the hour there? You know? I got to throw out. I think I, I have kind of like a rotating bank for you. I think we use man of the hour once a month and then the person you're here to listen to once a month. I don't know. I've got a couple of go-to catchphrases for you. I, I noticed I'm getting those. So that's good, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's, yeah. You know, kind of, it's the beginning of the show. You're supposed to build it up and have some fun, right? Uh, well, let's get things started, Kevin. We'll kick it off with a fun fact of the week. Hopefully put a smile on everybody's face. Of all the people in history that have reached age 65, now this is interesting. So of all the people in history that have lived to be 65 years old, okay, so wrap your brain around that. Okay. In Got history. It. In okay. history. Yep. Yep. Everyone who's reached that age, half of them are living right now. Where do you guys come up with these fun facts? This week? <laughs> <laughs> We've got our half? own little tricks to find these things. Oh, geez. Yeah. So, of all the people in history, since I've been tracking, half of them are living right now. So, there we go. There, that's perfect, I guess. You know, onset into why you plan for longevity, right? No kidding, yes. Yeah. And, and to underscore just how different that. today is than the past, right? Yeah, I would have never guessed that in, in all the marbles in the world, right? I just, it's still hard to wrap your head around after hearing it, but it just goes to show how, I guess, powerful or how big of an impact the boomers indeed are having on our economy, not just here in the United States, but across the world as well. Exactly. I mean, if we have that many people, 65, half of them living right now that you know that just goes to show that you know like an egg through a snake you know when people are retired they usually have their most savings and that adds up and then gets you through uh, retirement so that kind of makes sense when you think of it that way did you say egg through a snake yeah what in the world kind of saying is that (laughs) you're always teaching me new sayings on this show well, you know, the baby boomers, we used to use this all the time. The baby boomers, and we tell them, you know, they were the largest section of the population to come through in the 90s, and we're still coming through. So we always, I always used to say, it's like an egg going through a snake. You can see it happening, right? So that's where that, that saying came from. You're right. I do have a lot of them. An egg? I've never. Oh, so like you're saying the, the snake swallowing it, and you see because yeah, it's an odd it, shape. You, you see it through the snake. Okay. You see it going through the snake. Yep. The shape of it. Yep. I've just never heard that one before. That's that's pretty cool. Even the great Google didn't immediately return a result on egg through a snake. Yeah. So us pin, us Pinconians, you know, we have a couple of good that's a, that's a local one for sure. Yeah, that's yeah. gotta be. That's pretty cool. <laughs> egg through a that's like egg through a snake. I'm gonna start yeah. using that. I love it. All right. Well, let's dive into uh, this financial chess conversation conversation today you ever heard that term before speaking of sayings you know that he's playing chess not checkers you ever heard yeah. somebody usually like politics or something like that oh yeah and remember i think it was last week before you asked me if i had any uh, most likely to succeed in class and stuff and That's i said right. I we did our boring, superlatives right yeah i was a pretty boring kid while i was on the chess team that tells you how boring i was oh uh, right? there you go so you so you're <laughs> you're a chess fan do you still play today 
No, I haven't played in years and years and yeah. years, so I kind of remember what each piece does, but I'm yeah. not for sure how to play it anymore. So I always really enjoyed playing with my uh, with my dad growing up. It was kind of something we would do, you know, maybe not every week, but uh, it wasn't like a routine, but we would play frequently and always, always enjoyed it. We'd just bust out the chessboard, have a movie on in the background, and, you know, just kind of play and chat, and it's a, it's a good game to use. It's just enough brain power where you're really thinking about it while you're doing it, but where you can still kind of have a conversation and have some fun while you're in it, so... I like the yeah. game of chess. And so we're going to talk about how to, oh, I don't know, how retirement planning is a lot like playing that game of chess. So now we do need to remember the, uh, you know, kind of the importance of the pieces and the roles that they play here. So we'll kind of talk about the pieces on the chess board and then the financial correlation here. So we'll start with the little small guys up front. Those are uh, the pawns, right, Kevin? Yep. Yep. I remember those. So what do the pawns do and, and what's the financial connection? So we got eight pawns going to war for you. We got little soldiers going out there and they're going to contribute towards your retirement plan. At the time you're contributing to it, it may seem like a little bit, but guess what? Over time they add up. The key here is to have as many soldiers as possible fighting for you so you can get closer to winning. So in this particular instance, we have eight pawns. You know, we've, if we relate that to income planning or retirement plan, we have eight streams of you know savings going in, whatever it happens to be. So every month your savings should be on the move, and the goal has to be retiring. So this, what's the goal of the pawn, Walter? To capture other defense and those types of things? Yeah, defense, and uh, sometimes they're just expendable. You can sacrifice yeah. a pawn to move a more important piece to where you yeah. need it to be. You can set traps with them, uh, blockades, all those kinds of things. Exactly. So if it's, you know, sometimes you're going to, you know, when you're contributing towards retirement, it's not always going to go up. It's not always going to go down, but there's going to be that, you know, that wave over time and over a period of a year. So those pawns are your soldiers that need to start that retirement process for you and start saving as much as you can. Because guess what? Hopefully, if we all make it to uh, retirement, we're going to have enough dollars in there. And I can give you a perfect example of uh, someone that comes to mind. I have a lady that she lives up in Harrison and she didn't make much money. But what she did is she's every week she paid herself 10%. So put it into her 401k and she worked 35 or 36 years. And at the end, and I'm, I'm t- when I say that she didn't make much money, she never made more than 25,000 per year, but she accumulated a million dollars. What? Wow. Um, yeah. So that's, that's the importance of, you know, start, you know, start your pawn, start your contributions early and continue paying yourself first. And then it adds up. I'm telling you over that, over that time frame, she really did a bang up job. So I guess it's a common misconception that pawns really aren't that important to the game when those who are truly good at chess know their importance and it'd be the same because of all those different little things that they can do. The fact that you have a lot of them realizing that they can be utilized in many different ways and for different purposes, you know, those who sort of respect the use of the pawn do well in chess and uh, kind of the same way in the financial world. Those who respect the small movements, not necessarily the big gains and the big moves, you know, have success in their financial lives. So there, there are a it lot of parallels up. there. Yeah, It's like the rabbit and the tortoise, right? Yeah. I mean, slow, slow but steady. Yeah. The, the pawns are slow and steady, but hey, you know, the nice thing, you get the pawn to the other side of the board, you get a piece back. And uh, so they can redeem themselves and come very much in handy if you stick with it and keep them moving forward. So do yep. that in your financial life as well. Well, we have a lot of pawns to work with. The rest of the pieces on the chessboard are more limited in terms of how many we have, but they get more specializations. You've got the uh, the knight, always one of my favorite pieces, 
Kevin, because they move in that unique shape, right? The the L pattern on the board. Two spaces forward, one to the left or right, or one space forward, two to the left. So you can always, you're moving three spaces just in one of those kinds of forms and shapes. Yeah, I remember that now that you're bringing it back to me. So I think the the knight is more conservative, right? They can't move as far. They only can go three spaces, two up, one to the side. So you think of that more as as your conservative investor. You know, you're not going to see huge upswings when the market goes up if you're kind of like a night player. Slow and steady is more of what you're going to, you know, you're going to see. But here, I, I noticed this over the years, Walter. Here's where a lot of people get in trouble. So they think that, you know, they, they've done whatever calculation and risk profile they've done. And then they say, well, you know what? I am kind of a night. I'm more of the conservative investor. So they get their 401k statement, and typically what happens is they'll start talking to their coworker, and then their coworker shows them their statement, and now the person who thought they were conservative investors all been out of shape because they don't have they didn't see as much growth this quarter as their coworker did. Here's the problem: don't get caught up in that track because you are a conservative investor. You're not going to be as aggressive as your coworker. So your coworker may have 100% in stocks. So that particular quarter, he may have done. Or she may have done a whole lot better than you than you have. On the other hand, you may be 50-50, 50% bonds, 50% stocks. Guess what? Your returns should be different. So don't be guiding your investments by what your coworkers are doing. And when you have a plan, and it's a good plan, it's going to accomplish what you, what you want to do in retirement. You need to stick to it and keep you grounded. Always important to remember those things. And it's also nice because uh, the knight, you know, doing those L-shaped jumps and patterns uh, is pretty unique. No other piece can move in those way, shapes, and forms. Uh, now, the trade-off is they can't go sliding all the way across the board, uh, but still, that uniqueness is nice. And there's things like that that exist in the financial world where you can do certain things with certain strategies or products or tools that others can't. And that's why they can be a useful arsenal for folks in the right situations. Yeah, there's, there's, you know, everybody's heard this term, index annuities. Well, they kind of work the same way because you could move forward, but you can never go backwards or you could stay sideways. So that would be a good a good example of that. So those some yeah. index annuities work exactly like that, and they may be of a benefit to somebody, just depending on what type of plan you're trying to do. They can certainly do things that other products can't, but uh, it does come sometimes at the, uh, the trade-off of what they're not able to do. And so it's just right. understanding that give and take there. Yep. Then we have, uh, we're going to skip the, uh, what was it, the, the rook, the one that moves diagonally. We're In the interest of time, we're going to skip the rook, but that's not to diminish its importance here. But I want to jump to the queen, because that's certainly the most powerful piece on the chessboard, Kevin. Yeah, the queen, you know, I remember the queen, you know, you, it, other than, the, you know, you can make a lot of moves with it. You go up and down the board sideways pretty much any way you wanted to. So this would be considered, I would uh, relate it to, as taking on more risk. So sometimes, and we talked about just a minute ago, people get concentrated and they only look at their returns, you know, because Wall Street has told us, guess what? Concentrate on growth, growth, growth. And if we concentrate on growth, we're going to have bigger swings up. We're going to have bigger swings down. But overall, that's not normally a good strategy because you have to be diversified. You have to have something that's going up, something that's going down, something that's staying, you know, sideways. And that's where diversification comes in. So too many people get caught up in just focusing on growth. And I'll give you another example of this. We have a fellow down south of us, and he and his wife are totally different investors. He is 100% all in stocks, and his wife is more conservative. His, his wife is more looking for income. She's getting close to retire. So I talked to him the other day, and he says, you know, my wife's account just isn't keeping up to my account. I'm thinking about switching it over, and 
and you know talked to my wife about doing that kind of thing and we looked at the account and i said but you know his name is steve i said but steve you got to you're, you're forgetting one thing here that your wife's account's going to produce about twelve hundred dollars per month of income where you're not focused on income she's focused on income so I think too many people get caught up in growth, 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 and that queen, you know, you can take wicked moves up, you can take wicked moves down, and if you're all in, all the time, your account's going to take wicked moves up and wicked moves down too, so and I think that's a good correlation there. Yeah, another great one for sure. I always, uh, you know, the whole objective of chess is to, you know, get the king into checkmate, but really the first step is capture the other person's queen, because then it, the game yeah. gets a lot easier. <laughs> it gets a lot easier because <laughs> that thing can't move around so much. You know? Exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh King, the last piece of the puzzle, uh, or of the chessboard, we should say. And in chess, really, the job is not so much, you're not using the king in an offensive mode like you are the queen. The job of chess is to protect the king. If you fail to protect the king, the game's over. Well, it is. So when I think of that, with just what you said, the game's over. So the king is going to be, you know, what? Retirement income. That's what it's all about. When we get to retirement, we need income. That's the one thing we all have in common is income. So you will need an Elvis in your retirement program, right? What is the king? The king of, the king of uh, income here. So let's look at different types of income that you could use. So if you're in a retirement, first, most people are going to have Social Security. Some are going to have pensions. You can have an annuity that guarantees you income. Some people, actually a lot of people come in my office, have rental properties that gives them monthly income, and they're usually a pretty good investment for them. Some use interest from CDs. Others use uh, stock paying dividends, and we use the dividends off the stocks to generate the income. Here's the key. However your income is being generated, you have to have a plan to ensure that you're getting paid in a predictable, reliable fashion because income is what it's all about. We, none of us can live without income. We've been kind of having a fun time here talking about uh, chess. So you have several moves in your own retirement plan. You know, whether you get more conservative, do you get more aggressive? Do you focus on income? Do you focus on growth? Do you take a less risky approach? This is what we do year in and year out and day in and day out. So if that's you and you have questions and you're wondering, do I take advantage of the queen? Do I have more rooks in my portfolio or whatever the situation is? Give us a call. It's that easy. It's a three-step process. You call 888 885 plan the marvelous mj will pick up she will put you on a calendar you pick a time that's a step two and step three is you come into the office we have a listening meeting and we go through your concerns and we try to see what you're trying to do and we will start your personalized plan and it is that easy walter all you have to do is pick up the phone and call 888-885-PLAN that's 888-885-7526 to get in touch with kevin ray at Insight Folios here in the Tri-City area. Kevin's got offices in Pinconning and Saginaw as well. You can call 888-885-PLAN to set up that time to chat about your financial life. If you've got a couple of simple questions, you're ready for an in-depth look at your financial situation, whatever it is, if you're here in the area, Kevin's ready to help you out, uh, address some of those questions and concerns that you have, and hopefully turn those question marks into answers. 888-885-PLAN is your number to call. Again, that's 
7526. Give a call now if you get the voicemail. No big deal. Just leave a quick message and Kevin's team will be able to return your call, get back in touch with you to get set up for that review. But do it now while you're not procrastinating and, uh, you know, don't put it off to the next day and the next day and the next day and then it becomes never. Uh, Do it while you're thinking about it today. You, You took the time out to listen to the show today, so take the right steps to schedule that time to get your financial house in order and make sure you're well prepared for the future. Remember, start playing financial chess not checkers like the rest of the folks out there. Be different. 888-885-PLAN. Your number to call. That's 888-885-7526. More coming up on today's show. Stick with us. Walter Storholt here with Kevin Ray. We're having some fun on Simply Financial. Yeah, I went hunting once. Shot the deer in the leg. Had to kill it with a shovel. Took about an hour. Why do you ask? No need to make things hard on yourself. Keep listening to Simply Financial with Kevin Ray. Learn a simpler way to invest. Well, I'm so glad you've taken some time out to join us today on Simply Financial. My name is Walter Storholt. I'm just here to drive the bus. Kevin Ray is the person you want to listen to. He's the financial coach at Insight Folios, serving you throughout the Tri-City area with offices in Pinconning and Saginaw as well. You can get in touch with Kevin if you've got questions at any point in time during or after our show today. We're not putting you on the air, so it's just to have a nice conversation with Kevin about these things. 888-885-PLAN is the number to call. That's 888 888- 885-7526. In a few moments, we're going to talk about some of the questions that you should ask when it comes to your financial planning, but I'd be willing to bet a small sum, not a large sum, Kevin, but a small sum, that you probably haven't asked these questions of either yourself or uh, your financial planner. We'll cover those in a moment, but before we get there, Kevin, for somebody who's maybe new to the show, new to the financial planning world, they've just started maybe thinking about planning for retirement or you know what kind of impact taxes might have on their future financial situation, those kinds of situations, those kinds of questions, what should that person do? What's one actionable step they should do to go in the right direction? Well, we put a kit together, Walter, just for people in in that particular situation. And what we do is we have a physical kit. And in that kit, it's a physical white box. So look for it when it comes to your mailbox. But we put a couple of books in there. One's going to go over retirement planning, the simplicity process, how we come up with all these, you know, what's your number, how to determine what your number is, how to get income in retirement so you feel safe and secure and you know, get you to and through retirement. And the other book is going to be on tax planning. So we'll give you some ideas that you can take today on what you can do because we're in a relatively uh, low tax environment, what you can do today to plan for tomorrow. So remember, it's not what you make, it's what you keep. So I have lots of ideas in there. We also put together a white paper and that white paper will give you some actions that you can take today and enough details in there so you can implement it within a few short days. That's in there also. So all you have to do is text the word KIT to 33222 and the marvelous mj will get those out to you on monday and you look for them you should get them wednesday thursday at the latest i would think you don't even have to talk to a human if you don't want to you can uh, text the word kit to the number 33222 we'll text you right back with a link that you click on and put in your information now this will only work if you have a smartphone you know you have to have access to the uh, internet basically when you click on that link to type in this info Uh, so if you do have that text the word kit K-I-T, to the number 33222, and we'll text you right back with the information that you need. That's the uh, best way to order that free retirement rescue toolkit. If you don't have a smartphone, don't worry, we're not leaving you out. Just call that 800 number that we give out on the show throughout the program. It is 888-885-PLAN, 
and just request the toolkit over the phone as well. You can leave a message and request it if you get the voicemail. 888-885-PLAN. That's 888-885-PLAN. Or text the word KIT to the number 33222. Either way is going to get you that free toolkit from Kevin Ray and the team at Inside Folios. Give you some of those good basic starting principles when it comes to your retirement plan process. Good way to get to know Kevin a little bit, too. All right, so we're talking about these questions, Kevin, that you should ask but probably haven't yet, and why these details are important to consider, uh, to consider, but why many people fail to do so in the first place. So one question to ask yourself, will you need to support your parents or kids later on? Something we could ask ourselves well in advance of that ever becoming a need, Kevin, but so many people, I, can, I think, just kind of it just suddenly happens to them, and then they've got to figure it out. Right. And they have a term for that now, the baby boom generation. You know what that is, Walter? Uh, it's something that's going to make me hungry, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> the sandwich generation. <laughs> that's right. The sandwich generation. It, what kind of sandwich, though, Kevin? Yeah, the ham and cheese, right? Oh, okay. Well, I don't like ham and oh, – I like cheese, but I don't like ham that much, so. Well, I'm thinking because every family has a ham, you know. I've lost my – yeah. oh, I like that. Oh, yeah. Everyone has a cheese, too, right? Wait, so where's the rim shot? Ba-doom. Yeah. <laughs> But you know, we we find that more and more often in our you know in my practice with people come in because that's one of the first or not first questions, but that's a question I will ask you: Do we need to help? Are you financially helping your parents or your kids? And if so, guess what? We need to sit down. We need to plan for that because, especially parents, if our parents are aging and they have limited income, that may be a long term obligation that you're going to be fulfilling there and helping your parents or get through retirement or maybe get into. Um, you know, older age. And for our kids, hopefully, you know, they learn their lesson, they get a job, they move out and they go on their own just like we did. But that is important. Many people don't think of that. And that's one of the questions we ask when we sit down with you. That's a that's an important question. I may not like ham, but I am definitely the ham in our family. So I was going to say, I figured you're the ham. That's yeah. why I come up with the ham and cheese. Definitely am. No doubt about it. Uh, another question you should ask yourself, but probably haven't. How does your family feel about you quitting your job? You know, don't look at it as just necessarily getting to retirement, but hey, you're walking out on that job. How does the rest of the family feel? Well, a couple of weeks ago, I can give, I can give you a, a good answer for this because a couple of weeks ago, I had a person come in and he quit his job. Now, he was a client of mine, so we he came in earlier and we did some retirement planning, but he wasn't supposed to retire for two years. And he did this because, as he put it, he was fed up with the working conditions and he hated every minute of every day that he had to go in. So guess what he did? He made an emotional decision. You know, those emotions that we talk about week in and week out that can really hurt your retirement planning. Fortunately for him, you know, his wife was working and he could take Social Security if he wanted to. And his wife was on board, too, because she seen how miserable he was. But she did not want him to sit home because he was the type of guy that had to keep busy all the time. And they had a you know good amount in their 401k and they had a good emergency cash position. But if he didn't go back to work, they were about $2,000 per month short of what was coming in. So he really didn't want to tap the 401k, and he really didn't want to tap the emergency cash position because they didn't figure they, they wouldn't really want to you know do those things. So he had a, a job interview a couple of days later at one of the local sporting goods stores. And this was a guy after my heart because he loved hunting and fishing. So he ended up getting the job, and now he's only working part-time, but he's got enough of that uh, supplement to his income. And guess what? He enjoys going to work every day. Wow. So your family, you know, it depends on every every situation. But some family members, 
you know, if you can't, you know, if you're lucky enough like this person to find a job that you really want and not consider it work, it could be a real, real detriment to your retirement planning if you make an emotional decision and retire or quit without actually sitting on planning for it. So you're sitting there listening to us talk about these things today, questions you should ask yourself but probably haven't. Uh, have any of these resonated with you yet? Uh, if not, maybe this next one will. Uh, ask yourself, are you retiring from your job or retiring to something else? Well, that resonates a little bit with the story that you just told. Yeah, just like the last person. You know, he quit his job because he hated it, but then he went to work for something he really, really loved. So a lot of times that's going to be the case. I can tell you another story. He, we he's, had a, he sort of lucked into it, but you, yeah. what you're saying is you can also be intentional about this. You can. You can also be intentional, yeah. Another person comes to mind, her husband had passed away, I want to say six or seven years ago, and she was the type of person that needed to keep uh, busy, but she was already retired, but she wanted to go have something to fill her time. So I said, what's your hobby? What do you like to do? She says, I love golf. And she says, I'm ready to date again. I says, well, why don't you go to the golf course and work part-time? And guess what? Guess who's there on the golf course every day? Take a guess, Walter. Her guys oh guys right yeah. she's ready she's ready to date right <laughs> she had a job she loved and she's meeting all these guys she was on top of the world i, I was mean, afraid to take it that way so i'm, I'm yeah. glad you did yes no no so she That's so she did so if yeah if you're going to retire and you got to stay busy we got to look for something else to fill that time because if we don't guess what you're going to be on vacation for maybe the next 25 years or so so it's important to have a plan, you know, backup plan. If you have a hobby and you really enjoy something like she did in the golf or you, the other person did sporting goods stores, maybe that's a perfect opportunity. Sit down. So if you want to retire early, but you still want to keep busy, we do that a lot in our office. We have a lot of people who do that for some some reason. They just like to keep busy and then they'll do something they really enjoy. They'll volunteer. They'll, they'll, they'll keep busy doing something of that nature. Gotcha. So very helpful to understand some of those moving pieces and some of those uh, as well philosophies. You know, what are you retiring to rather than what right. are you retiring from? That's a good question to ask yourself. Also, ask yourself, are you prepared to handle infrequent but major purchases? We can cash flow those things a lot easier without thinking too much about it during our working life. But that becomes a bigger deal in retirement. Oh, yeah, because some of the things that people don't think about, you know, when they're when they retire today and maybe five years down the road, guess what? We need a roof. And that's those those usually are pretty expensive items right now in our house. We're looking at new windows and they're not cheap either. So those are big expenses that maybe, you know, you're not thinking of that could come down the road that, um, you know, you have to come up with the dollars to do that. Or how about a car repair? I have a client of mine, a friend of mine that uh, had to pay $2,800 last year being, uh, just to repair his car. So that's a big, big expense. And then, of course, Walter, you just moved into a new house. The new refrigerator and new stoves, how were, how were they cost-wise? Uh, new refrigerator. Well, luckily, we were able to keep the old refrigerator in there. Uh, but yep. we we did upgrade the. Uh, we had a, an oven that we really liked in our old house, so we ended up buying the exact same oven to throw into the the new house. So, and it wasn't the highest end, but it was still pretty expensive, you know. So what you're saying is you're not frugal, cheap. not cheap. We tried to. Well, <laughs> my wife, you know, she's the frugal one. I'm really not. Ooh. I'm the spender. So she keeps me in check. Um, she's very very frugal. So we, well, we, that, ba we balance each other out. <laughs> yeah, well, that's good, right? Because <laughs> I think I'm the same way you are. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, it seems the appliances today, well, you, you probably have a grandmother who still has the original washer dryer from when they first got it because that's, you know, they were built to last longer than it seems like. So here's where your emergency cast position 
has to have enough cash in. So down the road, you know, something like that happens, we don't have to raid your retirement accounts or something like that. We have those dollars set aside. So that needs to be planned for because we're always going to need a car. We're always going to need a stove. We're always going to need a refrigerator. You know, we're always going to need a roof. Those things are going to need replacing from time to time. So we have to plan for those also. Yeah, absolutely, Kevin. One last example here of a question you should ask yourself but probably haven't yet. What happens to the income plan? And I know this is uh, kind of a downer to end it this way, but it's a real fact of life. What happens to the income plan at the death of the first spouse? A lot of things can change when that occurs, and you've got to be well prepared for it, but a lot of people don't take that next step to ask that question. Well, they don't. And this is where maybe the, you know, like my dad's generation where he worked, you know, General Motors and mom, you know, she stayed home while we're going to school and made sure, you know, we got off to school and did her homework and the parent teachers meetings, all that kind of good stuff. And then she went to work after we basically graduated. So two thirds of that income was probably coming from my dad. So if my dad were to suddenly pass away, mom would have been in real trouble if there was no planning done. So the key here is don't wait until something happens to figure this out. The last thing you want to try to do is figure out how you're going to pay your bills during a time that you're grieving. And this grieving process lasts a long time. So start the planning now. This is where life insurance, I know people hate that word, but life insurance could make a major difference. Think of this. Life insurance could replace the lost income due to the death of your spouse. So if your spouse walks out on life, life insurance walks in on life and gives you tax-free money. So maybe you could turn one taxable dollar into two or three tax-free dollars by using life insurance. So if you're in that situation and two-thirds of the income is coming from one spouse, there's some serious planning that needs to be done. Don't wait for it to happen to you. Get in motion. Don't procrastinate. Start, you know, that process. So we've been talking again every week. You know, we talk about different things that could happen to your retirement that maybe could derail your retirement. And the last one is especially a big one. So all of these things are unknown, unforeseeable events, or a lot of these things are. And if that's you and you're wondering, how do I plan for those? You know, if something if something did happen to my spouse, how could I plan for that? Give us a call. Call 888-885-PLAN, the marvelous MJ. We'll talk to you. We'll put you on a calendar. We'll set you up a time you come in the office. When you come in the office, I'll sit down with you personally. There's no cost. There's no obligation. We'll put a plan together just for you. It's not a cookie cutter plan. It's tailored just for you, your wants, your needs, and your goals. So if that's you, don't hesitate. Don't procrastinate because we all know what happens when you procrastinate. Give us a call. All you have to do is pick up the phone and dial 888-885-PLAN. That's 888-885-7526. You'll get on the calendar, get the opportunity to come in and meet with Kevin, talk about what's going on in your financial life. Make sure that these questions that we've covered on today's show get addressed. If you haven't addressed it on your own plan or if you're working with an advisor or broker who's not exploring these different moving parts, these are missed opportunities and they're gaps in your financial plan. And you don't want that. You want to make sure that no stone is left unturned. Again, give a call to Kevin and the team at 888 888- 885 plan. Kevin was born and raised in Pinconning, has an office there still, as well as in Saginaw. 
885-PLAN, your number to call to meet with Kevin. Uh, I like to call it the three C's of planning. It's easy to remember that way. You want a plan that's customized to your individual needs. You want a plan that is comprehensive, making sure that no stone gets left unturned. And you should also be able to get a complimentary review as well. And that's what Kevin offers as well, the three C's there. 888-885-PLAN. Give a call now if you've got questions and want answers when it comes to your financial life. More coming up on today's show with Kevin Ray, our financial coach here on the program. This is Simply Financial. Stay tuned. It's getting to know you time. Time to get to know Kevin a little bit better on today's show. Kevin Ray, our financial coach at Inside Folios, in case you're just joining us. Uh, it's the Getting to Know You segment where we feature a fun question each week to try and get to know Kevin's personality a little bit more. And uh, Kevin, my question for you this week, what TV show are you most looking forward to returning this fall? Oh, this is an easy one for me, Walter. I love that Last Man Standing. Have you ever watched that? I haven't, but I, you've mentioned it before, and it's on my list yep. of ones to go see. That's the Tim Allen one, right? Tim Allen one, yeah. He just cracks me up with the whole you know scenario he's going through. He's an outdoor man, right? So they own an outdoor store like Cabela's. So, you know, of course, I like that. And he's always talking hunting, fishing, and politics, and all the all the fun stuff that go around. And I think uh, I just like him. I don't know. He just, he just tickles my funny bone, I guess. Is it kind of like Tim the Tool Man, you know, 2.0? Kind of. It's funny because he had the past characters in Tim the Tool Man, like Randy and, you know, some of the kids come through. So it's pretty funny episodes. Oh, but it's okay. Kind so of it is kind of a sequel, sort of. Yeah. They're using some of the, some, some crossover. Okay. Instead of three boys, he's got three girls oh, in okay. this one. Okay. Right. And then um, he's trying to teach them the same lessons and, you know, and those types of things. But it's a lot of similarities, a lot of similarities. So just funny stuff. I'm going to have to go look that up. What was what, what that channel? What is this? Is that a... It's on Fox. Fox, okay. It, there was a big brouhaha because ABC took it off and it was way up in the ratings because they said he's more of a conservative person. So they figured that's, you know, that was the talk out there. I don't know if that's why they did it or not. So Fox picked them up and the ratings are still very high. And it's just a good, clean, funny show, I think. so. Well, we need as many of those as we can get these days, I'll tell you right. what. All right. Well, very cool. I'm going to go check out Last Man's Day. It's been on my list for a while, so I'm going to... We just finished a whole bunch of series. We were kind of tracking three or four all at once, and uh, and they all kind of came to the end at the same time. So we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll look for a new one we can tap into. So that'll be good. The last man some standing. These, some of these writers, you know, are pretty pretty funny too. So oh, know, they yeah. come up with some of the oddball stuff. So. Isn't isn't some of the best humor the the clean stuff that's just yeah. every, that's just joking about everyday life? Isn't that always the best? You know. Yeah, I think it's you know like you don't have to bleep every other word out. That's the kind of stuff I like. So don't yeah. have to cover the ears of your children, your body. Right. Kind of thing. Right. Not that we're trying to be old stick in the muds here, but yeah, there's some some doesn't have to be all uh, all crazy like a lot of the shows get these days just to draw eyeballs. You can have some yeah. good humored fun here and there. Yeah. And it proves because the ratings are paying off that it does work. Jeff Foxworthy, right? Yeah, uh, same same vein. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Same vein. Ron White goes off and you know breaks off from the thing, and he's rude and crude. And I don't think he'd done near as well as uh, Jeff did. He didn't follow the example there. So yeah, yeah. I've always liked the uh, Jim Gaffigan. I think he's kind of you know. Oh, he's in, hilarious. In a similar vein, he's yeah. you know kind of very middle of the road when it comes to you know not being too outlandish with his commentary and that kind of thing. I just watched an hour show on him last week, and no bleeps. That's what I like. Yeah, isn't that nice? It's it's refreshing. It's refreshing. It is. All right. Well, very cool. Last Man Standing. We'll look forward to that coming back out this fall. Uh, More coming up on today's show. Before we race off for the week, we've got to answer a few of your questions. We'll do that next. Stay tuned. What if we told you there was a simpler way to invest? Excellent. That's what we thought. 
Glad you're with us today on Simply Financial. Walter Storholt here alongside Kevin Ray. Hope you're enjoying the show today. We've talked about a lot of good stuff, but now it's the time of the program that we call the mailbag, where we answer some of your questions. Uh, So Kevin is your financial coach in the Tri-City area. If you want to submit questions to be featured on a future show, you can do that online at insightfolios.com. Click the listen button to ask questions and even to listen to past episodes of the program as well. That's insightfolios.com. First question this week comes to us from Doug in Linwood. Doug says, I just got a raise at work, which is great. Only downside is that I now make too much to put money into my Roth IRA this year. I liked having that tax-free growth in the Roth, but now that it's off the table, where should I invest that money instead? Well, Doug, that's a good question, and congratulations on your raise. But you still can do what's called a backdoor Roth is what they call it. So here's how it works. Because you're right, you make too much money, you cannot contribute directly to a Roth IRA, but you can contribute to what's called a non-deductible traditional IRA. And non-deductible meaning you can't deduct it off off your income taxes. But what you do then is the minute that you put it in that traditional IRA, you can convert it to the Roth IRA. That is still under current law legal to do. So that, uh, we have a few people come through, and this question always pops up. Can I contribute to a Roth if I'm over the income limits? And the answer is yes and no. You can't do it directly, but you can do it indirectly by contributing to a traditional IRA and then converting that traditional IRA to the Roth. Because remember, you can convert any particular IRA to a Roth IRA. So if you have other IRAs sitting around, let's say you have a traditional that's $10,000 and you want to convert that to a Roth, there's no income limits on conversion. So you can convert anything that's in a sitting in a traditional IRA to a Roth IRA. So give us a call, Doug. I'd be happy to sit down and walk you through it. And it's a very uh, simple process to do and it's not that hard. So give us a call. The number to call is 888 885 plan that's 888-885-7526 if you have questions for kevin like this and want to talk them out one-on-one with kevin give a call again 888-885-plan one more question for the week comes to us from Catherine. Catherine is in shields and says should i give some money to my kids and grandkids while i'm still alive or just let them inherit everything when i pass away i'd like to see them enjoy it while i'm still around but i'm willing to wait and give it to them as an inheritance if that's the better idea well Catherine, you'd be surprised you're not the only one in this boat i get asked this question quite a bit so before you make a decision there's a few things to consider First, once you give your kids or grandkids the money, guess what? You lose control of that money. So you, you know, if they if they go out and and buy a, a brand new car and that's not your intention with that, well then you want to have that discussion. If you need this money down the road, it will depend on whether or not they still have it all available. And as you said, you want to see them enjoy it. So guess what? They probably will enjoy it and uh, with some sort of purchase, maybe whether it be a vacation, windows, whatever it happens to be that they're needing at that time. One more point to consider is, God forbid, if your health changes and you need to go into a nursing home, the government can look back five years to see what you did with any of your assets. So let's say that you give the kids $10,000 and three years later or two years later you enter a nursing home, the government will look back and say, what did you do with that money? And they will use that money that you give to them to disqualify you from Medicaid. So if Medicaid, let's say the nursing home costs $10,000 per month, they will use that $10,000 to offset what you're eligible for. And if you want to leave a bigger inheritance, if you're, if you're concerned about a legacy or bigger inheritance, maybe life insurance policy is worth looking into because you can turn one taxable dollar into maybe two or three tax-free dollars. 
but really, uh, Catherine, here's what it all boils down to. If you can afford to do it without harming your own retirement needs, I say go ahead and do it if you enjoy it. If you if that's your goal, you want to see them enjoy it now, and you get you get joy out of that, and you get happiness out of that, and it's not going to affect your retirement, I have no issues with it. We do that for several of our clients, and, and we have that question a lot. So those are the things to consider if you're going to do that. If you have other questions, Catherine, I'd be happy to you know sit down with you and go over them or even call our office, and I'd be happy to talk to you on that too. So just give us a call. Again, the number to dial is 888-885-PLAN. That's 888-885-7526. If you've got questions about your financial life, want to get a complimentary review with Kevin and the team at Simply Financial, uh, this is legitimately a free opportunity to come in and have a conversation to see where you stand right now with your financial plan and what you might need to do, what you might need to consider going forward. Discover some of the gaps in the plan, some of the areas for improvement. Kevin can help you explore all of those things. But it starts with a phone call and you taking that action. So if you're ready to do so, give a call now. 888-885-PLAN. That's 888-885-7526. And uh, that'll put you in touch with Kevin and Ray and allow you to have that conversation. If you get the voicemail, no big deal. Leave a quick message and Kevin will be able to reach back out to you. Although it'll actually be the Marvelous MJ who probably calls to us. It will be the Marvelous Set you up MJ. for a call. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Which is probably a good thing for you because... Yeah. You'd end up just talking to Kevin for, you know, 10 years like I do every week when we connect on here. And we just chat and chat and chat. And so, so well, sometimes that's good. That's yeah. sometimes a good thing. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, MJ's pretty fun to talk to as well. So feel free to give a call. 888-885-PLAN. Kevin, it was fun once again, as always. And I uh, hope you have a great week. And we'll talk a couple of days from now. We will. I'll talk to you soon, Walter. Have a great week. Sounds good. You too. That's Kevin Ray. I'm Walter Storholt. Thanks for joining us. We'll talk to you next time right back here on Simply Financial. Fee-based financial planning and investment advisory services are offered through Insight Folios, Inc., a registered investment advisor. The firm only transacts business in states where it is properly registered or is excluded or exempted from registration requirements. Insurance products and services are offered through individually licensed and appointed agents in various jurisdictions. Insight Folios, Inc. does not offer legal or tax advice. Kevin Ray is an investment advisor representative of Insight Folios, Inc.